no five and no six. I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with him. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera. I fixed the lens, and now I see him focus. Now my life's unrecognizable from my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years. Of marriage, it's never been better than this. And we got three kids, that's who I do it for. I'm gonna be a leader, I'ma lead the way, cause I'm a firm believer. We can do anything we want. If I said it, then I meant it. I probably already did it. Consider it done. Consider it done. If you need some inspiration, you should play this championship leadership podcast. Hey, Bailey. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Championship Leadership Podcast, and I have Anthony Sarandria here today. He's gone from door knocking to six, six figures a day. Uh, he's a Forbes featured entrepreneur, portfolio of internet companies, and also has scaled a team of friends and family up to over 30 plus individuals. So I'm just excited to have him here, and uh, thank you so much for being here, man. Thanks for having me, bro. I'm pumped. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, so I love kicking off the conversation with this question here. The name of the podcast is Championship Leadership. So what comes to mind for you? Like, what does that mean to you when you hear championship leadership? Yeah, it's a great question. I think for me, championship leadership is, you know, obviously elevating those around you, but getting a team collectively um, built around uh, a common goal and purpose. And I think whatever that is, and it's, you know, I think a lot of, a lot of companies or entrepreneurs or things like that think that has to be monetary or think that means, you know, you guys have to keep scaling or growing or whatever that looks like, but whatever that vision or that goal is, it's, it's collectively is the, is the team waking up every day as one unit working together to move towards whatever that, that true mission or goal is not just, you know, are we driving more sales? Are we getting bigger? Things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. No, that's great. Thank you. What's um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like you have an incredible background door knocking, um, you know, multiple companies that you, that you own the portfolio of uh, companies that we talked about. I know you also do some things inside of like the uh, type of people out of debt, like very uh, seems like kind of a broad background. So maybe just talk, you know, I think of myself, I'm a coach. I never really envisioned myself where I am today, but all the things that I did in that path to get me here kind of helped me get there. So maybe just let us know like a little bit on how you got to where you are today. For sure, brother. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I started, uh, you know, I have three younger brothers and at a young age, I had to really support and, uh, and be that kind of father role for them in a lot of ways. And I think, um, you know, start, starting there, it was, uh, it was, you know, how can I help people? How can I, how can I empower others to, to understand, you know, the potential they can reach? And uh, I think through that process got me into sales eventually, sales eventually got me onto the internet, internet got me eventually to where I am today. So, it, it's really the, the same, uh, I'd say same, same, uh, same thought process, which is really, you know, how can I empower others to be the best they can, whether that's customers or internally or partners or things like that, that, um, you know, I, I try and look beyond just, you know, how can I convince a customer to buy from us or convince someone to come here? It's, 
It's, you know, where is that person today specifically and how can I talk to them on a deeper level to motivate them to take action? And again, whether that's a partner or a team or a, or a, a, a customer. And I think that's what's allowed myself or us to be so good at uh, marketing or scaling or growing or, or, or uh, you know, converting someone from a cold person to, to actually working with us. It's, it's just that, that look for that deeper understanding of like, what are you going through today? Like, just cause you're pissed doesn't mean you're like a fucked up guy or a bad guy. It means there's shit going deeper. What is that? And how can we dig deeper and start making inferences until we really uncover it? And then we can actually solve it with the solution, whatever that is. So where does that come from? Where's that, where's that drive to empower others? Like, has that always been something that's been there? Is that something that you kind of learned from someone else or was modeled to you or yeah, where's that, where's that come from for you? Yeah. Great question, bro. I think, I think part of it, I, I'd be lying if I didn't say it's cause I'm, you know, oldest of four for sure. Where yeah. it was like, it was like, I, I felt like a responsibility since an early age to make sure that, you know, look out for others per se, but also since I was young and I, again, I don't know if it's just an intuition or what or where it came from, but I just had this incredible, like, feeling of gratitude and blessing that I'm on this planet. Like I forget, it's like a one out of a billion or one out of a trillion chance that you're even born, like, yeah, right. out of your, you know, from your mom. Yeah. And uh, I just felt like if I'm on this earth, like I, ha I have this like purpose to do something more and great with my life, not just skate through it and just kind of be, be okay where things are at. You know what I mean? And I know I still don't really even know what that actually fucking means or define that or what's the next yeah. action for it. But I know I'm going to, I'm going to fucking run at something a hundred miles an hour. And eventually I'm going to, I'm going to, fall into what it, what it is that I love and always just taking that approach. But yeah, early on, I, again, I don't know if it's just cause I'm the oldest, oldest, or if I just got blessed with intuition to like really just genuinely appreciate the shit out of just literally being alive. And uh, it, I'm doing a disservice to myself or anyone else, or, you know, whether you believe in God or higher power or whatever that is, like what, who or whatever that is, like I'm doing a disservice by not giving it 150% every second I'm on this planet, whatever that means. Yeah, absolutely. So where does that take you? I mean, you got that drive, which I don't know. I mean, you talk to some of the greats and of course it's called championship leadership. So we, you know, I mean, in my mind, that's like, you can be a leader and then there's, there's a championship leader. The, the Super Bowl just happened. Right. I mean, I think of Bill Belichick or uh, you know, Nick Saban at college, like they found a way amongst the best in the world of what they do to repeatedly like continue to win world championships. So what is it for you that like keeps that, that drive and that momentum going and maybe not so much as I guess, what is it? Cause we just kind of talked about that, but where, where do you see yourself going? Yeah, I guess, I guess first the, what it's like, I think you have to be addicted to the craft. Like you have to love the game really what it is. Like, I don't think Bill Belichick or Saban would be great if it was just focused on like, I want to stand on top of the podium and I want to be known as the guy that's the, that's the, the head. Like, I don't yeah. think for a fact, I don't think that that's what they're after. I think they're, they're in love with the process and right. addicted to the, to the, to the thought of growth. So just when they win one, they want to win two. And when they win two, they want to win three. And it's like, I think Tony Robbins says that growth equals happiness. And I think that like consistently raising the bar to where you're never, you know, you can be happy, but you're never really satisfied and content. I think that's, you know, you know, the name of the show, the championship leadership, because, you know, if you can be a leader, you can lead people but how well are you leading them? Are you repeatedly able to, to, to lead them? You know, I study a lot of like LeBron James, like how the hell does he stay so at his peak for so long? And I, I think a lot of it, the reoccurring themes are they're addicted to their craft. They're in love with the process to get there, which a lot of people dread. And I think the faster you can kind of turn your head on that and say, you know what, I'm, I'm addicted to the process. Um, it, it opens up doors and you end up getting the results that a lot of people, I think that people have it asked backwards. They're focused on a nice car or money or this, but yeah. Until you're focused on hitting the gym at 10 p.m. at night, 
you, you're never going to get the other ones. And the other ones as a byproduct usually come when you're focused on the gym at 10, which, uh, so I guess, I guess, uh, piggybacking off that, where's it leading me? I mean, today we, you know, we get in front of thousands, actually millions of people a day, um, drive a few thousand customers per day. And, uh, you know, my, my passion was at first, I thought I was, I was trying to get people out of, to lose weight or to, to get healthier. And then I realized a lot of the reasons why is because they have to work two jobs to pay their bills or they don't have the money to eat well or go to the gym or, or anything like that. And I realized, at least for me, a lot of it started with their finances. So I said, oh shit, let me un, unpeel the onion a little bit more. And when I got to the core of it, I said, oh, you know what? It's, I, I need to make an impact on someone's finances in order for depression, suicide, divorce, obesity, all these other problems yeah. that I wanted to fix. I, I thought that this was the nucleus of it and I can, I can really exemplify it. So uh, today it's, it's an ambulance chaser. It's helping people when they have problems, uh, find solutions tomorrow. Ideally it's educating people on the front end. So the 18 year old doesn't, doesn't take out a credit card at, at 18 to get into a, a party at Coachella, you know, or, or at least aware. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Click one button and be 50 grand in suit yeah, alone. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's the next step, you know, today, like I said, we're very much, you know, I joke an ambulance chaser. We, uh, we help people that have problems and, and, and work it from there, but tomorrow we'll, we'll be on the front end education. Awesome, man. Let's talk, let's talk a little bit more about like what that gene is or whatever of championship leaders to, yeah. you know, win the, win the championship, not be satisfied continue, you know, the love of the process, which I think, I think you're right. There's a lot to that. But yeah. LeBron, how does he stay motivated to keep up? I think there's, you know, Tom Brady, I think it's just the continual wanting to be great as well or be the greatest. But I think they also, it's not enough for them to just do that. Like, I think there's got to be a piece where they're also getting everyone else on the team to, to buy into that. So maybe you could talk about that with, with the teams that you lead. Yeah, it's not good enough, I don't think, for just you to have that drive. But how can you, how do you maybe help to instill that or foster that inside of what you're doing? Yeah, I, th- I think, you know, it was funny. First, you know, when I was young, I was a, uh, or younger, I, I, uh, I, I had a goal for myself. I wanted to make six figures and not work a ton. So I was making six figures, not working very much. And I was fucking, I hit a, like a depression wall almost like right when I hit my goal, I was done. It was like, this is so fucking boring. All my friends are working. Like I did what I like, what's next. You know what I mean? And I, I think, I think, you know, anyone can apply that hopefully in like many ways of their life, whatever that is to be like, it's more than just about you. Like it's all that, that, you know, the car, the, this, the, this, it's all temporary little crack hits, little cocaine hits. Versus, you know, a sustainable happiness is seeing the people around you, I think, grow and seeing them get bigger and it kind of amplifies your reach and it makes you, you know, bigger than, than the system or bigger, you know, bigger, bigger than your own world that, that you're familiar with. So, you know, for me, I think, I think that that championship leadership comes from like a genuine love to see others do well mm-hmm. and, uh, and a knack to, to do whatever it takes to make them to do well. And, and a lot of that's leading by example. A lot of that gets back to, again, truly understanding what, what somebody would want. And then a lot of it is, I think it comes down to selflessness. It's, it's really, it's like, you know, you don't see Bill Belichick knocking Tom Brady off the podium and, you know, and sometimes you, you even see Tom Brady, you know, giving the credit to Gronk, you know, and, and it's like, it's like, it's, it's like, it's not about me. It's about others and, and the ego put, I, I guess suppressing that ego is probably one of the number one characteristics that that I love in 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 championship leaders is really the ability to suppress the ego because I think you know we hear ego is the enemy but uh it it, it can really be so fucking dangerous to uh, your future to your growth to those around you if you let that you let that little voice in your head talk to tell you the wrong things you know yeah no I love that that yeah ego I think you hit it right there and um you know people see that the people 
on your team that are following you, that are looking at you, like you said, that example, they're watching, they're, you know, they're just continually watching. They're not necessarily saying a lot, but they're just seeing what you do more than what you say. And that's going to either, you know, thrive or flourish that team or, or kill it. So talk a little bit about some championship leaders that, that have impacted you and, you know, yeah, you could you could talk about who they are, but really more importantly, like what are some of the ways that they have impacted you? Like what are some of the traits or the characteristics that, that you've taken from them and maybe have helped to mold who you are? Yeah, I guess I'll give a little Kobe shout out being with yeah, absolutely. Uh, the times and everything. You know, he, he's I, I've really studied Kobe my whole life, despite my uh, five foot ten white complexion. <laughs> I, uh, basketball has always been my sport. Yeah. Um, but uh, so I studied him and I just remember, you know, he would tell stories. He would say you know, the young guys want to go out and party and go, okay, I'll party with you. And I'll go out and party, have a good time. And then the next morning they'd get a knock on their door at 5 a.m. And you go, you go, let's go. We're going to shoot. They're like, come on, we're hung over. We're tired. He goes, nope, I did what you want. And now you're going to come do what I want. Yeah. And, uh, and you get and it, that work ethic and that again, showing leadership by example, like for him, it could have been like, no, I'm getting up at five and you're staying in. That, that's for, you know, a forced leadership could have been, you guys go fuck around. I'm going to get up at five. That's yeah. you know, growing himself. But that, that to me is, is like, like I'm getting the chills even telling that story because I, I can just imagine like he knew what he was doing the whole time and he was leading by example again and he was showing the work ethic and he was also empowering them in a weird way. He was like, cool, I'm going to lean into what you want. Now you're going to lean into what I want, show you like I'm doing both. You can do both too. So versus, you know, when, after you go, if you're going to go out, you're, you're getting up and shooting. So that's the type of leadership that I, I've really embodied and love is like, empowering others okay you, you want to try something let's do it and we try it even if i don't think it's right sometimes it is sometimes yeah, it's yeah. not and then it's like well okay now let's try it this way too because i tried it your way as well first and uh and, and so i guess takeaways from that again are, are empowering those around you and then really just that that work ethic and then again leading by example it's like it's like nope you can go out and party but you're going to get up and shoot at 5 a.m too yeah. or eventually and what's going to end up happening is i'm going to stop going out and partying the night before yeah right yeah, definitely. Or they're going to quit asking Kobe to come with them. Yeah, one of the two. One of the two, bro. But, but uh, even then, even then, I think he'd find a way to, to fucking yeah, no, for sure. get him in the gym, you know, because yeah. he knows he's there to, to build those around him. Um, the only other thing I, I love, and I'll give another basketball reference, is I listened to a uh, uh, Tim Ferriss, um, the Braun podcast, and he just was talking about how people get motivated differently. And that was big for me when I was, uh, when I first started personally training, I was doing a small, small group. I was training people. I remember I had this older lady in there and I'd be like, come on, Linda, come on, Linda, come on. Cause that's how I get motivated. Yeah, right, you know? right. Let's go, let's go. Yeah, let's go, Linda. Come and, on. Uh, and you just see, saw her like retracting more and more and not mm -hmm. going the wrong direction. I remember being like, I don't get it. I thought, you know, that's how people got motivated. And like, it clicked with me. It was like, she gets motivated differently. So now it was Linda. That was the best squad I've ever seen. Oh, everyone look over here and then elevating, elevating, elevating. So realizing that you get motivated a certain way does not mean that everybody gets motivated the same way. And I think the quicker you learn that everybody is different and gets motivated different is the quicker you're going to be more impactful and get to the final destination better. Cause you know, I might get in one, one of my guy's ears and be like, yo, last week was good, but this week's going to fucking be better. And you know it. And he's like, hell yeah. And the next guy might be like, that was the best week ever, dude. Give me some love. Give me a hug. That was some yeah, shit. Right. And he's like, yeah. yeah, let's do it this week too. You know? So yeah. everyone's yeah. motivated different too. Yeah. No, that's powerful to, you know, as a championship leader to, to recognize that, to be open to, you know, learning yourself and knowing that you, yeah. you never really arrive. Right. Like, you know, I can always, always grow, can always learn, can always get a little bit better. Yeah. And that, 
everybody responds a little bit differently. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, what's what I call it like a critical moment, turning points. We all have them in our life where mm-hmm. kind of come to that, that fork in the road, right? I think a lot of listeners, there's, there's many that are probably in that place right now. And it's always a scary place for many and, and many they end up kind of maybe going that safe route. It's not the way they want to go. Like they really, they want to take that courageous decision and, and go where their, their hearts telling them to go. And so I'd just love to hear, you know, if there's a, if there's a moment for you sticking out where you did, obviously you listened, you took, you took that path that you knew you needed to go that has you where you are today, but had you not, you could very easily be somewhere different. Like yeah. could you share that with the listeners? You got something, a story that comes to mind? Yeah, I think, I think, you know, it comes down to a quote for me and I give my personal example. It's a Jim Carrey quote where he says, um, I'm going to butcher this, but essentially because you have the same chances of being successful at something you hate, you might as well take a chance on something you love. And like, for me, I remember, I remember it was actually a story I'll share with hiring my first employee. I remember I was like, damn, such a gamble. Like, fuck, I don't know if I, I don't have that much money. Like they're going to get paid more than me to come on full time. Like I was like, let's, I'm just making up round numbers. I don't remember six grand a month I'm making. I'm going to pay them four. I'm going to go drop down to two. And uh, I was like, fuck, that's a gamble, you know? And I was like, and I remember one of my mentors looked at me and said, he goes, if Anthony goes, what gamble? He goes, if you can't go get a hundred thousand dollar a year sales job with your skill set, I will personally shoot you in the head. And I, and like, it was like obviously exaggeratory, but I was like, it's the same thing. Like a lot of people like what gamble you go, you just go back to the job you got right now. You go find another job. Just like it. You go, you know what I mean? And again, that's not me being an advocate to quit your job. I'm just saying you drive an Uber. Like there are solutions and like thinking through that way. Like for me, all of a sudden it like the tension relieved. Cause I was like, okay, I'll hire the guy. And then, you know, flash forward a few months later, like we're making two, three times what we were making and I'm hiring someone else. Boom, boom, boom. And now, you know, if I hadn't, if I haven't, if I didn't jump off that ledge and take that, take that move, it, it, uh, it you know, I, I would have been, uh, it would, I would have been a one man show my whole life. And I would have never, never, I would never have the impact that I am having today. I would never have the fun I'm having, the business level we are, the, you, you know, everything that comes around it, it would, uh, it would have staled right there. And I, I think it's like, it's that. And again, too, I'm not advocating quit your job. I'm advocating. No, yeah, totally those tough forks in the road is, you know, th- think like really like what is worst case scenario? Like for me, it was like, I go get a job. It was like, yeah, that's not that bad. You know what I mean? So anyway, that, that, that quote's always stuck with me since that moment. It's like, like, do I want to do like, am I not doing this because I'm, I'm comfortable and scared or my, you, you know, and it was like, well, you know, you have just as good a chance of failing something you hate as you do you love. So you might as well take a chance on what you love. And I was like, fuck, that's, that's powerful. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's so many great things there. It's, it's, Number one, I'm hearing like, it always works out. I, I'm a true believer in that. Like, it, you're not going to die, like, and you're going to figure it out. You don't know what it's going to be, but like, it's going to work out. And this is the power of having someone like that person in your life at that moment that's willing to be like, hey, slap yourself. You're like, good. All right. Like, yeah. you got this. Like, yeah. why would you not? So do you have it, those types of people in your life today still, like, that you can go to in these moments? and a hundred percent. I think, you know, it's, uh, you know, I, I try and surround myself with always looking for mentors. So I'm always cold out reaching on LinkedIn to someone who's running a, a big company. I just lied today. There's a, uh, there's a guy and you may even hear this, uh, liquid IV, if you're familiar with the brand yeah, yeah. Um, there. Uh, so I reached out to the CEO and I was just like, Hey, running a, you know, an eight figure consumer brand as well. Would love to pick, pay you to pick your brain. 
follow it up, follow up. He goes, Hey man, do you live in LA? I don't live in LA. Guess what I responded yeah. with? Yes, I do. <laughs> and, uh, and so, you know, I'll keep you posted on the, the next yeah. one, but it, it, he's like, Hey, let's grab lunch Friday. You bet your ass I'm on a plane flying there Friday. Yeah. And the, the point being is like, I'm always seeking out someone who's doing it better or bigger than I am because it's the, it, it's so simple. If you want to be where you want to be, you find someone who's doing it and you get around them more often. Like that's really, in my opinion, like the blueprint playbook to life. It's like find someone who's done it or doing it and just get around them. And then it's like, it's going to happen from there. And like, I, I, I firmly, firmly believe that. So to answer your question, yes. And I'm always seeking them out because I think as you grow, you know, it was important for me to have that guy there, but you know, now I'm at a totally different stage of my life. He's never ran a business this big. He's never, so I need to find who's the next person for the next thing. And a lot of that can come from podcasts. It doesn't need to come from this. It can come from, you know, interviews you listen to or people online and things like that, but always seeking out those, those, uh, uh, those people who are where you want to be and, uh, and really just learning from them is like, it's better than reading a book. It's better than, you know, it's, it's, it's really, it's, it's the time machine. It's the blueprint. It's the blueprint to life in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh that's a great story. I love that. And, um, you know, just, just willing to be able to make those moves, take those chances. They're really not chances, right? I mean, what do you have to lose? And uh, yeah, so many different ways to do it. This podcast for me, you mentioned, I mean, I have conversations with, with people like yourself and many others that I, I wouldn't, if it wasn't for, you know, this platform. So yeah, just find sure. it, surround yourself with, with incredible people that are doing incredible things. So yeah. Um, oh, yeah, bro. Oh, yeah, brother. Yeah. I appreciate you taking some time today to uh, share your story and, and hop on today. Uh, before I let you go, I just wanted to ask, what are one or two things that you could leave with the listeners? And I think you've already given some, some nice nuggets, but one or two things that, that if they took today and just put into their life, like would help them move forward today. Yeah. I'd say, I'd say, um, and I, I usually leave a podcast with this one because I, I see it time and time and I felt it where you get, I don't know what I want to do or I don't know what to do. And I think when you make the game about let's cross off what I don't want to do and by taking massive action and failing fast, I think that becomes a lot easier. So again, for me, uh, uh, you know, story time applicable to this is at one point I had seven different jobs. I was valeting, I was running a social media, I was training people, I was a campus ambassador, like all, I was selling, like I was doing all these things because I knew rapidly I was just cutting. I was like, nope, I don't like doing that. Nope, I don't like doing this. And I think that game of like, just start Xing things off. Just start saying, I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this by trying it. And eventually you land at your solution because you fucking run out of things to do. So I think that's a lot, that's a lot easier. I think for people to get off the couch and get moving than like everyone knows they want to be a fireman or a lawyer. And I don't know what I want to be. And it's like, <laughs> most of those people are fucking just following their parents' dream. It's not their, not even their dream, bro. You know? So anyway, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Thank you. What's uh, what are a few ways we can, you know, check you out and follow more of what you got going on, what you're doing? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty active on Instagram. It's just my first and last name, Anthony S is in Sam, A-R-A-N-D is in dad, R-E-A. And then uh, just Google my name, hit me up on my website or anything. If you have any questions, I'm happy to help or provide any feedback. I, I love this shit. This shit's fun for me. Awesome, man. Appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much for taking some time to be with me today. I appreciate it. Thanks, Coach. I appreciate you. Have a good day. Ain't no five and no six, I deployed to Kuwait I used to wait every day for them to say Nature going home, I miss my life, miss my wife For 15 months she was all alone 
Till I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera, I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable from my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years of marriage, it's never been better than this. And we got three kids, that's who I do it for. I'm called to be a leader, I'm a leader, wait, cause I'm a firm believer. 